Over the last two decades, I've been on a quest to learn everything I can about leadership, obsessed with what makes the best leaders so good. After running companies small and large for the last 20 years, today I speak on stages all across the world to audiences who are interested in that same question. My name's John Laredo, and I'm your host. I invite you to join me on this journey as we explore this topic, what makes the best leaders so good. Welcome to Tomorrow's Leader. All right, welcome to today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader, where we dive deep on all things leader-related, related to leading yourself and leading other people. So I want to uh, continue on a thought that I shared with you in the last episode, and uh, that's kind of part two, I would say, of uh, our conversation last time with how you develop a players. And I want to talk today about how you actually stretch your top performers. What do you do to actually present them with that next challenge? Because I've talked a lot about the fact that unless you are challenging your top people, they will leave, no doubt. As much as they love you and they love the organization, they will leave. I can almost guarantee you that at some point. may not be the day they feel they stop growing, but at some point, they will leave you. So uh, the question is, how do you do it? How do you give people those stretch assignments? Or what does it actually look like to help somebody continue to grow? There's a lot of different ways. I'm just going to cover one of them right now or one idea. And I'm going to take you back to sports. We've all, many, I shouldn't say we all, many of us have been in sports before. Uh, I've shared with you that uh, I played baseball. And at times, uh, I played a few sports, but that was probably my biggest sport. At times, I was the best player on the team. And at times, I was the worst player on the team. And both of those are really interesting, total opposite ends of the spectrum. You learn from both of those, uh, but very different experiences. So I will tell you, there were times when I got put into a game when I was the worst player on the team uh, or close to that I knew I was just being put in because kind of of superficial reasons. It was like, well, you know, feel bad for him. We got to get him in there. Uh, we might've been up by 10 runs or whatever. And it was like, clearly there was no risk to putting me in the game, right? I wasn't going to blow it, uh, at that point. Uh, there were other times when I was a better player on the team that I was put in for a specific reason, right? Because it was a clutch time, a moment, or maybe it was a big game and they needed me in there to get a win. Totally different feeling. So what I see leaders do a lot of times to relate this is I see leaders that sometimes will give their A players, their best people on the team, an opportunity that really isn't, it's kind of like one of those that you would give the worst player on the team. They give that opportunity to the A player where they're putting them in in the seventh inning when they're up by 10 runs. And in some ways, that can almost backfire, right? Because what it does is it sends the wrong message to that person. It sends the message, and they're smart, they get it, that sends their message that there's no risk to having them take on this challenge. And I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you a couple of examples. Um, and again, I was talking to a client who presented a situation, and, and uh, it was a, uh, a, a situation where one of their people could do a, a presentation to senior executives and his thought was, you know what, it's not the type of thing that even if she screwed it up, she's not going to unravel anything. It's not going to be disastrous. I'm going to be there. Um, but it's it's risky enough so that, you know, she's got to do a good job. I mean, she knows the pressure's on her. 
I'm like, okay, that's a good opportunity, right? So if there's enough risk and she knows it, that she feels like she's got to do well, but at the same point, you're there making sure that things aren't necessarily going to fall apart, that's a pretty good opportunity for somebody to feel challenged. Now, she comes out of that successfully. She does a great job. She feels like she does. You confirm that. Senior executives confirm that then now that's a really good growth moment for her, right? That's a big you know, stretch, and now she can leap to that next level in terms of her confidence and, and ability to do that again. Um, on the other hand, I think of this again as flying a plane. There are times you have to, uh, in order to develop people, you know, you've got to put them in stressful situations. You've got to have them experience a little taste of fear or panic of not doing well. It's like, and I'm not a pilot, but I know as part of learning how to be a pilot, you're up there with a flight instructor and there is a time and maybe several of them where that flight instructor will cause the plane to stall out. And in order for you to practice what it's like to get that plane uh, back in functioning order and, and maintain control of the plane. Um, that's a got to be a scary situation. For those of you who are pilots out there, you can send me a note and let me know. Uh, but I can't imagine that. But at the same point, there's no way for you to really, as a pilot, develop your confidence for a real-life situation and preparedness for that unless you're put into those little risky situations uh, under as controlled of a exa- uh, scenario as possible. I equate that to leadership. What you've got to do for your A players, you've got to give them the opportunity to succeed or fail. At the same point, something that's not going to be disastrous or unrecoverable loss. Okay, I'll give you an example. I remember uh, uh, Rob Grinkovich, if you're out there, he was uh, somebody who worked for me years and years and years ago. And uh, I remember he was doing wanting to learn how to do seminars. And I'd been doing seminars for a long time. So I had him come along with me and I was doing the seminars. This was in front of clients, a lot of people, and uh, he would watch me and he would learn from me and take notes and this and that. And he would even on a couple occasions, you know, do, you know, an intro or something for me. And then uh, at one point we were doing one and I realized, okay, there were only about five people in the audience. It was a small group. And um, I said to Rob, right before we're about to start, I said, Rob, you're going to do this. And he looked at me with a panic. He said, I, what do you mean I'm going to do this? I don't, I'm not prepared to do this. I said, Rob, you're going to do it. You are prepared to do it. You've watched me do it about 10 times more than that. You're ready to do it. And uh, you are going to do it. He said, no, 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 no. You don't understand. I can't do it. I can't do it. No, no, no. Don't give me the opportunity. I said, Rob, you are going to do it. And uh, when when they get up and they're ready for us to begin, I'm not walking to the front of the room. Uh, you're going to take it. So if unless you're ready for this to be a really awkward moment, uh, you're going to be the guy going up front. But I wouldn't put you in this situation unless I knew you could handle it. And there's only five people here. So I want to see you do it. He went up and did it and he did a phenomenal job. He did a great job. And wow, that was like a game changer for him and boosted his confidence. And then he went on this spree of doing a ton of seminars. It changed, I think, the course of his kind of marketing efforts and direction of his career. So I think about that. Can you put your people, your top people into situations like that? where it's growth moments, stretch assignments, where there's not disastrous risk or chances of catastrophe, but enough where it's going to put the you know butterflies in their stomach and it's going to stretch them big time out of their comfort zone. That's what I look at as a great way to stretch and challenge your top people. So again, another quick one today, just a thought that I had that I thought I'd share. Hope you find this uh, to be a value. Do something with it. Try it. 
take this and uh, and uh, implement it. Uh, again, keep liking, sharing, commenting. Your suggestions are much appreciated. And I look forward to seeing you again very soon. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader for suggestions or inquiries about having me at your next event or personal coaching. Reach me at john at loritogroup.com. Once again, that's J-O-H-N at L-A-U-R-I-T-O-G-R-O-U-P dot com. Thanks. Lead on.